Okay, everybody, welcome back. Figure it out podcast with me, Chandler Collins. Haven't done a Tuesday episode in a while with the holiday last week. It's been about three weeks, but we're back on track, folks. We got Curran Blamey in the studio. And before I bring Curran in, I have somebody that we need to introduce to the pod. She's been behind the scenes for this entire time. I even consider her a co-producer of the Figure It Out podcast. She's played a big part. Her name is Alyssa Doucette. She's here. Thank you. Welcome to the welcome to the podcast, our producer, Alyssa. Alyssa, how are you? Thank you. I'm honored to be here. Thanks for having me. Well, you're going to be here a lot more, so you better start getting used to it. Um, Alyssa, tell us a little bit about yourself. You know, not like some stupid first day of class something. Be like, be like kind of, you know, tell us something we want to hear about you. Okay. Um, my name's Alyssa Doucette. I'm from Egan, Minnesota. Nice. I've come all the way down to Missouri to play volleyball at Missouri State. I'm almost done. I'm in my fifth year. Wow. And uh, I don't know. I think a, a cool fact about me, I have a dog named Bandit. That and, I've met, and I've met Bandit, and wow, I like Bandit. And you called Puff. him Scout and Parker twice. Yeah, tough uh, environment for him to meet me in. Uh, it was Pickwick, and I think it was maybe a fight night. Maybe there were fights going football. on, like, like UFC. It was football. Can't confirm. Okay, well, yeah. <laughs> tough, uh, tough scenario to meet Bandit, but I'm sure Bandit had a good time. Um, Alyssa, you say you play volleyball. Quick question, what's your fifth year like? And... How much different do you feel fifth year as opposed to your freshman year? Well, that's interesting. Zach. You can ask her in the same thing. I've been with him. We've been dating since 2017. Right. My wow. Wow. I did not realize that. Yeah. He's been around the whole time. Um, 2017, Curran? Yeah. That's right. I didn't know that. Nice. Oh, I mean, it's all awesome. fall, fall 2017. Yeah. Well, still, he met me when I was 18. Right. <laughs> okay, moving on. <laughs> <laughs> well done, Karen. Yeah, um, it's good. I mean, you know, there's always sports politics and, you know, college sports especially, but it's good. Right. I'm trying to keep the discs in my spine from popping out again and yeah. just kind of managing it. Yeah. Um, and so you – came in with not the same coach right that you have now we've had three coaching staffs I call them different regimes but yeah we've had three three different staffs right yeah that's crazy so that's something that I don't think people really realize how difficult it is like I I'm lucky that I didn't have to do that in my five years even how not great it was going it still was gonna feel really weird if like somebody new came in for like my last two years or something because I really actually thought that maybe after my fourth year, there might be like a new coach my fifth year. And like, I've kind of seen how the transition's gone with guys that were on the team that came in like with us. And then Petrino came in for the football team. And while it's his right to do it, he kind of ran all those people off. And it's just sad. Like, I'm glad that I got to finish my career um, as a bear. Cause who knows what would have happened. I mean, I might not have been on the team anymore. You know, it's kind of like a reality. And uh, I like to get a college, a current collegiate athlete 
um, perspective on that because I fucking miss college athletics. You need to soak it up for as long as you can. I know how you feel in your fifth year. I felt the same way. It's like, my God, I made it this far. Let's just, you know, I'm not quitting, but like, let's just get through the season uh, injury free and let's enjoy it. Let's play hard. But like, we know there's better stuff on the other side and no college athletics is so sick. You're on your friends all day long. Uh, enjoy it while you can. True. So you miss more of the camaraderie rather than the actual sport. So when I first stopped playing, I was like, uh, I don't miss, I don't miss it at all, but like I missed being around the guys every day. That part I definitely missed. And now that I'm like a more than a year removed, I would do anything to play one more game. <laughs> like okay. I, I was sitting at the SEMO Southern Illinois game and I was trying to figure out how to like get on the field. <laughs> Like I wanted, I needed to play. Like it felt like I was, it was such an awesome environment. Like I remember how that feels as a player. Like you're not going to, you're not going to get a feeling like that again. Like you're going to get the memory, but it's just not the same. The adrenaline is unmatched. It's awesome. Just True. soak it up is my advice for your fifth year. But enough with okay. the sappy shit. Enjoy your final year. It's going to be fun. How, well, okay. Here's something that I want to know. I actually do a lot with the volleyball team here. I'm really into volleyball at the moment. It's a sick ass sport. Um, probably my probably the best. Uh, maybe I might get in trouble for this. Maybe the best women's sport on the planet. Great sport. Awesome. How's the team looking? What are we gonna? What are the Bears looking like this year? Uh, Bears are looking good. I'm glad right. you're working with Simo volleyball. That's kind of nice. Um, I don't know. You know it. Lineups change almost three or four times a season. So, I mean, anything could happen, but right. Yeah, it's looking good. Coaching staff's finally here, and we're back not playing during COVID. We played in yeah. the spring last year on Sunday, Monday, Sunday, or whatever. And you, we're used to Friday, Saturday, and they had to push everything. So, there was men's, women's basketball, volleyball, and like two other winter sports going on. So, it was weird and very yeah. uncomfortable. But we're back, and we're not wearing that. masks. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah, you had to play in masks, didn't you? Yep. <laughs> you could hit the same ball and you could be on the same court, but you better have a mask on because, you know. COVID. Oh, my God, I know. We're all touching the same ball anyway. We're touching the ball and then we touch our mask. Like, what's the point? Yeah, I think we might get into a little bit of that. But, <sighs> Alyssa, awesome to have you on the podcast. Um, you're going to be on here a lot, like I said, so get used to it. Also, want to explain real quick, Thursdays is our football podcast. Alyssa isn't going to be necessarily on the podcast. Wow, I just watched a really sick goal in the soccer match. Um, she's not going to be on the football, cat, football podcast very often, but she will be submitting six to seven college football picks each week, seeing how she matches up against the experts of the figure it out pod and we'll get to it tomorrow uh in tomorrow's episode excuse me thursday's episode but i didn't have a great week um Alyssa, you looking forward to that what what are your thoughts on that uh yeah i'm looking forward to it i think it'll be inter interesting if i like actually do well yeah um, that's the thing i'm looking forward to like having a good conversation about it i think it could be fun 
Right. Uh, who else is sharing picks on Thursdays? Um, it's solidly it's me and Blaine, and I think Lucas is going to be added to that now too. So I think from here on out, Thursdays it's going to be me, Blaine, and Lucas, and then, pro- and then producers' picks. That's the segment I want to do. Producers' picks. So get I your like picks that. I can in. Do that. And you know what, Chandler? Once like NCAA volleyball, like women's volleyball starts, I'm going to have you start making some picks as well. We'll see how you do. Okay. You can – that'll be perfect. I would love to do that. And um, you so very that, excited. that will be um, in the future what we will do starting with tomorrow's podcast. Alyssa, I think you're muted. <laughs> about that. Oh, you're good. Oh, no, I just said you look really excited. Yeah. Oh, I'm excited. It's going to be fun. Um, okay, so let's start the podcast. Guys, I want to talk about something real fast that I have been doing for quite a while now, actually. And I uh, don't know why it took so long. I'm doing the carnivore diet right now. No. Yes. How much? What? Let's hear it. Let's hear it all. Let's hear the I, Okay, I so what would you say, Alyssa? I don't even know what that is. I don't even know what that is. Okay, so I'll, I'll answer Curran's questions first, and then I'll answer Alyssa's. So I've heard about it. This is, I heard about it completely from Joe Rogan. True. So I'm going, I'm going completely. I'm not even going to act like I thought of doing this on my own. Like I definitely (laughs) heard about it on the podcast, but um, it's just something that like I've told myself I'm going to do. And so I'm just going to like do it for a month. Cause like I did it. So Briggs's wedding was last weekend. And so I did it for two weeks before the wedding just to like give myself a trial run before I like really bought in for a whole week. Yeah. And then, and then, so like for the five days over Labor Day, when I was at the wedding, like I ate and drank whatever the hell I wanted, like True. no, no bars held. And yeah, yeah. so I got back on the sixth and I really just felt like dog shit. Like, I, I mean, it was probably from the weekend, but like my stomach felt all weird. Like it normally doesn't feel like that. And now I'm back on so now I've done it. I've done it solidly for a week now. I just looked at my, I've been writing it all down. I write down what I eat for my meals. So yeah, yeah. It's, kind of, it's kind of kept me on track and I've done it for a week, guys. I feel unreal. Like my Stop. energy levels are through the roof. I feel unbelievable. Um, I feel really strong. Like, oh. like current dude, I feel strong. <laughs> I, I highly recommend it. It's, it's been really good. And, and, I don't want to do it for more than a month. Like I'm going to go back to eating. Uh, like I'm, I love rice. So I'm going to eat rice, like healthier carbs, but it's made me realize like how sh- like shitty food actually makes you feel. You just don't realize it because you're used to shitty food. You know what I mean? What about your shits? Speaking of shit. Yeah. So not to get too TMI, but it isn't, it's gotten better. It was yeah. bad yeah. to begin with. <laughs> It was horrible to begin with, like yeah. diarrhea, like it was bad, but yeah. now it's, you know, back to normal, but. Uh, <laughs> so what, what's a, what, give, give, give us a day, give us a day in the life of a f- badass carnivore. Okay. So like Monday, for whatever reason, Monday sticks in my head more. I had a, I had a ribeye at lunch, which was a lot. <laughs> Yeah, uh, fuck, it was a lot, but like, you know, you're supposed to eat a lot of red meat. Yeah, um, yeah. And so I've been trying to up that, but 
Um, and then for dinner, I had a New York strip and two tuna steaks. Oh, so like, that's the thing. And like, I, I'm not a breakfast person, so it's been really easy to cut out. I eat two meals a day. I don't eat breakfast. I don't eat breakfast. I get up. I, so from what I've read, some people say that you're not supposed to drink coffee. Other people say that it's fine. So I'm sticking with the people that say it's fine. Cause I don't they say, it yeah, out. they say it's fine as long as you don't just douse it in sugar and shit. Right. No. And I drink purely black coffee every morning, like probably on average. I drink two mugs before I go to work and then I take like a 12 ounce Yeti to work. So I drink probably about four cups of coffee a day, which isn't, yeah. I don't think oh, that's that bad. I don't drink it past noon. But Bro, when I was working, when I was working from home, I was taking down a pot of coffee before 10 o'clock every day, dude, just to the yeah. dome. That's funny you say that because on the weekends when I don't have to work and it's just sports nirvana, I'm freaking slugging coffee, dude. <laughs> <laughs> I'm talking a pot, pot and a half, easy money. Yeah, 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 yeah. Dude, you just no. hit this point with you just hit this point with black coffee, and it's like, I, it just is going down so well. It's keeping me warm, and I'm getting energy from it, and like everything just. It's just as like a, it's a, you know what it is? It's a natural rush. It isn't. <laughs> it is. It's exactly what it is, dude. It's awesome. I don't know how people don't like coffee. I don't get it. Agreed. So Monday you had coffee and steak. And tuna. But yeah. <laughs> and no, and though, okay, so I read a big part of it. I have upped my water consumption drastically. Ooh. Like I have been drinking so much water like i will have to pee at some point during this podcast so <laughs> no worries but um i really liked it and it's good uh honestly like it isn't as it isn't as hard as as it would seem really like yeah i get cravings like earlier before we started this podcast i was craving something sweet like give me some sort of chocolate or a or a piece of pie or something, but like, it's not available. That is another thing too. I threw away like everything. (laughs) So like the only food I have in my apartment is food I can actually eat. Well, that's hey, that's fucking smart, man. You got to take that temptation out. Uh I've heard. Well, I remember. Yeah. Like you said, I, I heard of that carnivore diet from Joe Rogan and they said there was what some fucking, 65 year old man who was eating like 36 ounces of meat once a day or once every 24 to 18 hours and he yeah and he was like jacked out of his mind yeah his name is dr sean baker he wrote a book about it doctor he said and he just yeah dr sean baker and he uh, like made it like a besides being a doctor he made a career out of like practicing his diet and so I just kind of bought in. And so that's definitely something I can do. And especially since I'm down here and like, it was tough for me to do it in Springfield because I had a bunch of like, yeah, you know, like buddies want to go out to dinner. Like, come on. Can't say no no to boys, dude. (laughs) But yeah, so that's been my biggest update since we've talked last really Um, enough about me. Alyssa, does that kind of clear it up for you? Uh, From what I understand, it sounds like, you're only eating meat and yes. like water and coffee. Are you not going to get the meat sweats? Only proteins. No. As a matter of fact, I, I'm sweating less. 
I worked out. I worked out like pretty hard today, and it. I was not sweating that hard. Now, maybe you could probably argue that I maybe I wasn't working out that hard, but I thought I was. <laughs> it was leg day. It sucked. So you don't eat any vegetables or fruit, or no, or or bread or, or anything. I can have like I put like salt and pepper on, on uh the on my steaks. I'm in, man. I'm in. You're really not even supposed to eat chicken. They say that it doesn't have any fat. The whole thing is about eating like healthy fats and then yep. like telling your body that you could convert protein into the same energy that you get from a carb. Like, you know, how you, True. you, you get fast energy from carbs, but like they you, you those, use them up, you burn them up. So like you need those good lipids is what you need in your exactly. system. And so it's teaching your body like how to basically use proteins at all times, which are slow burning energy god i love you i actually have contrary to what people might think i have done not extensive research but i have done <laughs> i've done good research for someone who like doesn't really care that much you know like i'm not gonna like dive into the depths of the diet like i read yeah. you know i got some good basic research down and i'm just kind of bought in yeah, you did your due diligence enough to buy in. And, you know, I, I've thought about it. I know me and Fermanek talked about it, too. Imagine that guy's shit. Mm. You know, we'd have to butcher a cow to get him through the week. Mm -hmm. But, I mean, you know, we both talked about it, how, you know, the results were there, especially with that guy you were talking about, that, that yeah. doctor. I mean, he did the research himself. He proved it. Right. And it's cool, man. It's badass you're doing that. Yeah, so I've done it for seven days now, plus the trial. So I've done it. For, I've done it for seven days in the real run. So I've got a month left. I think my last day is October. Uh, it's got to be October seventh, I think. So not too terribly far away, really. But I'm curious yeah. to see what I look like at the end of it. Honestly, it'll be cool. Yeah, checked um, out of your mind. Hopefully. Um. <laughs> Something else that has happened since we last talked, Curran, um, a really big part in the in the uh, pop culture world. Drake released an album. Certified Lover Boy. Yeah. Oh my God. Alyssa, Alyssa did tell me that she had some thoughts on it. So Alyssa, oh. floor is yours. Oh no, I don't know if I like where this is going because it sounds negative. But continue. <clears throat> I think Certified Lover Boy and Donda were both flops. I was a little upset. And also the one song that I really didn't like, Certified Lover Boy, was way too sexy. I'm way oh! too sexy. Ever. Like, come on. What are you doing? I miss, Drake. I miss Drake when he was sad because that's when he made his best stuff. Okay. Well, it's, that's Drake what this sad. Certified Lover Boy was him just trying to recreate what we all loved back then. Well, someone needs to break his heart, and then the good will come back. I Have guess. you not heard In Too Deep, the beginning of that? Knife Talk Knife talk is the, the best song on the album. It's fact. Oh. It was okay. But oh, that's fine. Know. That's fine. You're just not hard. <laughs> Knife Talk's the best. I just don't know what I was expecting. I was, maybe something better. I don't know. Now, I agree. I, I have yet to listen to Donda. I'm actually glad you brought that up. I should have written that don't. down. Don't. I haven't listened to it, and I don't think I want to. Don't. And and um, two things on the Drake album: one, "No Friends in the Industry" is the hardest song on that on that album. Wrong. It is, it, 
it's unbelievable. But way too sexy, Futures part legitimately melts my face. <laughs> so it- I, I honestly, I'm kind of with Chandler on that one. I agree that certified, certified lover boy, you know, every time you hear that Drake's dropping an album, you're like, oh, fuck, yeah, here we go. And I don't know if that's, you know, that's me just hanging on to nostalgia or whatever it is. But I listened to that entire album start to finish and was 100% unimpressed. I was. I mean, you're right. There's a couple good songs, but how many tracks are on there? What, 26? On, are you talking about 21? No, Certified Lover Boy. And wait, and did you just say you were unimpressed? Unimpressed. And here, whoa, 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 whoa. No, I was on your side for way too sexy. I, I, you know, that song, it does, it kind of bangs. It kind of slaps. It really bangs. True, true. Alyssa, get that look off. Anyways, I will say that right now, I listened to the radio today, and it said Certified Loverboy had nine out of the top ten. It, it had nine out of the top ten, and that is complete and utter horseshit. It nine does not deserve what? those laurels. What, what's the ranking system? What Nine out of ten what? What do you mean? No, I'm sorry. Nine it's songs out of the top ten were from Certified Lover Boy, and oh. and this week's countdown. Oh hell yeah! Dude. No, that's and that's so just that's sick. Yeah, well, that's just because what there's fucking fourteen and fifteen year old high schoolers out there banging it with little hearts cut into their hair. Like, come I mean, on, that... give me a fucking break. <laughs> I mean, I it just does. It just. Also, and this leads me into something real quick. I just, this is a correction from, I think it was last Thursday's podcast. Okay. You and Blaine were talking about, you know, fool me once, shame on me, fool me twice, you know. Yeah. Or, or, yeah, yeah. Well, you guys said it was, Blaine said it was Drake in an intro. Which. Oh, what? That's a, that's a J. Cole. Well, it's George Bush, but I mean, that's from a J. Cole song. Correct. Just wanted to clear that up. Better, just you know, just keep a little bit of respect on J Cole's name because I can tell I was the one. I know, I know. I'm just saying that that J Cole just released an album off season, and it's five thousand times better than Certified Lover Boy, and it's thirty seven minutes long. Just listen to it. Just listen to it. If you haven't done it, do me one favor. Listen to it, start to finish, and by the time you're done with it, if you're not ready. To fight, then you just you got to get out of my face. It's unbelievable. Okay. What was it called? Yeah, one more the off season. J Cole. Okay, there you have it, folks. Right. The off season. J Cole. I have not heard it. I haven't even album heard of the year. Of it. I haven't even heard of it. So I will be oh. giving it a listen. Oh. Okay. <clears throat> I I also have a couple uh, just other things about the last. Uh, the lab, last podcast I listened to with you and you and Blaine there talking about this, football. This segment is the Curran's Notes segment of the podcast. Curran's we'll Notes. Turn it, we'll turn it over to Curran here from uh, from the last. Was this from last Thursday, Curran? Yeah, this was this was from all the episodes, probably honestly from the last week. You know, okay. just trying to just trying to keep up. Just only <clears throat> from last week, but that sounds good. Okie doke. <laughs> uh, you guys were talking about. Michigan and their helmets. Yeah. 
and how dumb they were that they had that the stripes on them, right? I think they're the some of the worst helmets in Power Five. And do you know why though that the helmets have those stripes? Is the main question. Um, I mean they're the Wolverines, so it kind of looks like an X Man. What? Oh, what's that? Questions or something? No. I mean, no. Excuse me. No, we're not. <clears throat> um. Alyssa. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Alyssa, okay. Does Alyssa have a concussion? I maybe. <laughs> <laughs> Continue, um, Karen. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. The reason that they have that wing shape was because, you know, Michigan University. It's a it's a pretty old football program, and. When they started, there were no face masks or any of these fancy colors. They just had the leather helmets. Mm -hmm. So what the Michigan Wolverines decided to do was all of these helmets were the same color. They were all brown leather helmets. They were like, we're going to go ahead and make our helmets identifiable. So they put that wing formation on the front with the street three stripes going down the back and their quarterback was the number one quarterback this season that they did it because he had, could actually see his receivers uh, in the open field. So, oh, so just, you're saying that you're saying that Michigan uh, started helmet decorations? I would have to say, if we look back at history, they might be they might be number one. So not well, concussion. No, no. The uh, the painting on their helmet has nothing to do with the safety of their brain, uh, right. unfortunately. They're gonna they're gonna design the helmet to protect their brain, and then <laughs> but um, I don't care really because they could have picked something better than that. I mean, uh, that's that that may be true. I love I love that bit of info. I did not know that. It's very interesting. Um, there you go. Thank you. I really appreciate that. Actually, you bet. You betcha. Also, I had a quick question for you. You said that you've watched – have you watched all of Yellowstone or just a bit of it? I have finished all of it, and wow, people. Yeah, I was late yeah. to the party. Guys, it's fine to be late to the party. If you show up too early, sometimes you might get kicked out. True. Just get there late. Get on the Yellowstone party. Get involved because I'm telling you, it's such a good show. And it just makes you want to ranch. <laughs> True. Doesn't it just make you want to get out there and wrestle a bull or something? Oh. Every every time I watch it, I'm like, hell yeah, get me out there. Give me some ass uh some chaps on and I'll get out there. So so quick story before we get into talking <laughs> about Yellowstone, but there's so I'm down here in the old Cape Girardeau and Sykeston, Missouri is about 30 minutes uh, south of Cape Girardeau and Lambert's. Uh, yes, home of the original Lambert's. But um, they have a gigantic rodeo, like one of the biggest rodeos in the area every year. Next summer, I am going to the Sykeston rodeo. <laughs> yeah, dude, they had like they had T Pain perform there this year. What? Yes, T Pain was at the Sykeston Rodeo or T I. No, it was T I, not T Pain. T I. Okay. But still, okay. still. T.I. <laughs> so sick. And so, I mean, I'll go watch people wrestle and rope bowls and shit. I wish I could do that. It's badass. But that's, you know what? That's a man's thing to do, right? There. True. Big true. 
big tough guys out there and i i bet some women probably do it right oh yeah oh definitely whenever uh me and Alyssa, we went out to colorado to see my sister and we went out on the fourth of july and they had a uh big parade and they had what was it like queen of the west or something and she had a horse out there doing tricks and like bowing to the crowd and shit like it was just badass yeah yeah oh but my original question sorry to go off right back to yellowstone sorry my question was you have also started watching peaky blinders my question which one's better um okay so i have started watching peaky blinders but i got really sidetracked recently Um, i've been on the 9-11 documentary that was out on netflix just talking about that that is something that we need to remember for next week have you seen it Karen? i don't know man i've watched so much shit on 9-11 you know well wow i want to i'm going to talk about it next week because I'm going to finish it, but I have really, really enjoyed it. I will say um, one one thing I really loved about 9-11 that I don't know if you watch it. I don't know the exact name. I could look it up, but it's about the evacuation that they did uh, by the water whenever uh, the Twin Towers were hit. Yeah. And just how fast everyone from New York and New Jersey and everyone on the coast just sped boats up there to help people get off the island um it was wait really yeah it was it's really cool it's a really good watch wow i didn't know that that's mm-hmm. i would love to watch that what's that on uh let me see yeah I, I, I can look it up here okay um but okay while you're doing that i'll go back to what i was saying about the blinders um i haven't really watched past i've watched episode one no I have not watched any other episodes. <laughs> oh, dude, it's so good. <laughs> I know, dude. I want to get into it, but I said, like I said, I got sidetracked. <laughs> That's funny. You made it seem like you'd watched like half of it and <laughs> never got around to finishing it. I know. I uh, I really, really want to watch it, guys. You don't understand, but I just <laughs> I'm bad at getting sidetracked. It's just what I do. Hey, man, it's ha- it happens, man. Last quick. Hey, yeah. uh, I've got a real question while I'm looking for this that I really think that you will have a really good perspective on and okay. that m- more people need to know more about this topic, all right? Perfect. It's going to be controversial, so everyone buckle up. Okay. Mexican Villa. Oh, Oh my god, dude! What's your yeah, question? yeah? Is that or no? Is, is it good or is it bad? Okay, why don't? How about Alyssa go first since I'm the since we're the, I'm the Springfield guy. Why don't you Why don't you take us through your uh, your outlook on it? Because I have a feeling I probably know what it is. But onward. Okay. So I've gone a bunch with like Curran and his family, and I first love the hot sauce, like the salsa. Love it. True. Have a jar in my fridge right now. Yeah. Um, I felt pretty tough one day and I decided to get a chicken quesadilla. And all seven people that I was with said, Don't do that. That's a mistake. You're going to regret mm-hmm. that. And so yeah. toilet. And I was like, It'll be fine. And the chicken was purple and I ate it anyway. And I paid dearly. So I think it's all in you being like a local, probably know what to order and what not to order. So I think yeah. knowing that would have been more successful. 
Okay, yeah, I completely agree with that because that leads me right into my answer. It's so good. It's so good! Dude, the, the burrito enchilada style. Do yourselves oh. a fucking favor, people. If you have not been to Mexican Villa and you have just a tough night out, go get yourselves yeah. a burrito enchilada style it's, and then thank yourself after. It's so good. And it's just like you don't even know really what you're eating, but it's just slop <laughs> and it's good. And it's just so that enchilada sauce. Fuck, you get good. some, I mean, yeah, dude. I, that's a food that is tough on the carnivore diet is Mexican food because I want to eat the shit out of some chips and salsa. Yeah, I agree completely. That that hot sauce, you can put it on any. You should have seen this. It's like we had to smuggle it to my sister in Colorado. We took her like 24 jars of Mexican Villa hot sauce. Are you kidding it's me? So 24? Good. Yeah, we had it. We had a big box of it. That's yeah, awesome. Thing. I think it, she had at least 12, and then we brought her some, and she was like, oh, great. That'll yeah. last me. See, I like their sauce. I like the sweet sauce. Uh, I, I, I I agree. I agree. The sweet, the sweet sauce is weirdly good. Like, it shouldn't it, be good, but it somehow is. <laughs> and you and you put just a smidge of the hot sauce in it, too. And yeah. Honestly, a little sweet and like a hot and mild type of deal. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. Oh, it's okay. so good. Okay, glad agree. you agreed. Glad you agreed that Mexican Villa, like everyone should agree, is fucking awesome. And before we move on, no one from that isn't from our area likes it, dude. Like nobody like. Well, that's because they're from Minnesota and they order chicken quesadillas. Well, not even Alyssa in this. I mean, like, <laughs> yeah, but no, like even like Zach, like the guys, like people from Kansas City, like no, St. Louis, no, like. They literally think it's the worst thing in the world. I think it's just because we grew up going. <laughs> That's true. That's like, true. Honestly, it was it a little tasty treat for us. Yeah, it has to be what it is. Like, it's just that place you don't really eat that often, but when you do, it's sick. Um, and I, I, I got to say one more thing, dude. People are like, oh, no, it's not, it's not real Mexican food. Okay. Okay, that's fine. Yeah, I know. I'm from Monette, Missouri. I, the nickname is Monexico. Yeah, literally. Okay, I, I eat good Mexican a lot down here. And it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. It's no. good American Mexican is what it is. It's fucking yeah. awesome. Just get the enchiladas and shut up. It's delicious. Completely agree. It's good. Just shut up. It is. It's good. Just <laughs> shut up. <laughs> That's uh. hilarious. I love it. <laughs> um. <laughs> current continue uh i'm getting close oh we were talking about or you were talking about jake paul and boxing mm. and i gotta say i love the fact that he's going in there and doing this shit uh-huh um i think it's hilarious honestly the only bad thing is it feels like it's kind of turned boxing into like WWE. Like, I'm sorry. I'm just not buying this shit anymore. That not that I, not in the fact that they're not fighting each other, but that they're doing these giant shows for what f millions and millions of dollars just to go Ridiculous dance around money. a ring. Yeah. 
Like, if they want to, if Jake Paul is serious about what all this shit and about how badass he is, well, then let's move this shit to the UFC where they're actually fighting. Right. Well, instead of just dancing around, throwing some jabs in and doing that shit. Like, I get it. I get it. But if they want to be true, I think they'd pull better numbers if they were actually in there beating each other to death. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I just think that, like, Jake Paul is actually a good boxer. I think like, he is, too. But he's not – he can't – he's not a mixed martial artist. Like, he's not going to be able to go in there and, like, throw kicks. Like, yeah, he can use his hands well, but, like, he, it would take him so long to be able to compete in the UFC. Like, I feel yeah, like but, it's just – that's so yeah. impractical. Yeah, yeah, but at the same time, he could set up a fight against – anybody for how much would it take for you to get in the ring and get your ass beat you know yeah, what i'm with, saying with my financial status like a grand I think. <laughs> <laughs> like and he's gonna make millions and millions and millions of dollars like it, that's that's what i'm saying give the people a show that's worth watching Instead of just instead of just everyone spending this money to watch you go and dance around, make it the entire time. No one gets knocked out. They land a couple punches, but it's just it's just it's just well, I hate it. If you want him to start fighting in like the UFC, do you want to see him win or do you want to see him lose? I don't care if he wins or loses. I think either way is a great outcome. If he loses, I think it's great that he got his ass beat. But if he wins, I think it's hilarious that he can beat a UFC fighter in a fight. And then can you imagine? Can you imagine what happens if he wins a UFC fight against a UFC fighter? Well, you I know mean, what? Yeah, that would be crazy. But I just um, – I, I don't think that the UFC needs Jake Paul. I think that's the issue. It's like it's never going to happen because – Dana White doesn't need Jake Paul. His brand is already popular enough. He's not going to sign any sort of deal. And so I think that's why he is doing boxing because boxing honestly needs Jake Paul right now. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. You're, yeah, like you got this. That's true. One, of the, one of the oldest sports in the world is boxing. And it is it, before, I mean, I couldn't name you, but two boxers, maybe three. And yeah. the, the third one was Ryan Garcia, and I just recently found out about him. Like, <laughs> it's Floyd Mayweather, best boxer of all time, people argue. Pacquiao, and then the only reason I know Ryan Garcia is because one of my friends is a really big fan of him. <laughs> yeah. Like, and so now you're seeing people box and like just box, and like big time people are going to watch this guy fight. Like the Paul brothers. Like, like them or not, like everyone said this, they are so popular. Like they, they, it, so many people follow them. They're so rich. Like they have such a draw. Like well, that's true. Draw. But the, and that's and that's exactly what I'm saying. It's turning into the fucking WWE though. And I'm I just I just don't I can't believe. Not that I I can't believe it's happening. I just it's like okay, well I know what's gonna happen. In this fight, they're gonna fucking dance their ass around, and nothing's gonna fucking happen. Right, but okay, then your argument doesn't make much sense because this was the first fight that he's fought that didn't get that didn't go to a decision or that got that went to a decision. Sorry, every other fight that he's been in, he's knocked somebody out. 
Or, well, then it was his. Who, well, then it was his brother who fought Mayweather. His brother and danced around. Fought Mayweather, and they went to a decision. Yeah, I think exactly. That's what. That, that's what I'm saying. It's just. Oh, hey, yeah. good for them yeah. getting the money. Get, good for them doing what they're doing, no doubt. Right. But it's just, it's, I, I mean, I don't know. I don't know. I, I just actually, like to see some real fights. I actually think that Jake Paul, who's fighting now, is actually trying to be a boxer in some way. And he just has so much notoriety and fame that his training is probably like a beginner's boxer training and they're willing to throw him in there because he's competing that's true you know what i mean yeah and that I is think true. that's just kind of what it comes down to like and he does he do. can box. i mean hey no disrespect the dude can box man oh he is. yeah dude he can definitely box like that that's evident but i, I just like that, i just like seeing people get you know beat up is my yeah, thing i, I guess. completely get what you're saying but i think it's just in a, it's in a bad state honestly yeah it is it is so um Speaking of like kind of working out and boxing, actually, this is crazy. So here at my gym, I wrote this down. I, I there was these two people in the weight room, and while it's a no judgment zone and everybody works out differently, I don't think they were doing the right thing. <laughs> but like, there's like this machine there that's like a like a kickboxing like punching like workout machine you know that has like there's an x in the middle and then two x's above it and two x's down below it yeah like you know there's like a trainer there's a girl on a screen that's like telling you to like kick it harder punch it faster all that shit left left yeah left punch left kick yeah like you know a little a little kickboxing at home workout whatever well this guy and his what assumed what I'm gonna assume is his girlfriend have their own <laughs> boxing gloves and they're down there doing the kickboxing workout and then they just like start kind of like trying to square up to each other and they were like laughing about it and having a great time and I wrote down why do people have fun at the gym like just go and if, if you're gonna do that do that anywhere else in the world true. Like, if you're going to go in there, go in there and work out. I don't care if you're doing the kickboxing thing, but then when you start, like, roughhousing and flirting and punching each other playfully, it's like, what are you doing this at the gym for? Well, it's because they've never been in it. They've never been in a serious, serious workout regime like us three. I mean, and no offense right. to them. Like, sure, you can say that you're going in there and working out for fucking two hours, but I got to tell you right now, it doesn't take two hours to fucking work out. No, it, 45 minutes. Max, exactly. 45 minutes max. in out. Get your fucking shit together. I don't want to go in there and talk about yeah. how no. my fucking brother's doing. Let's like, right. That's why I'll put my head. At the Monet YMCA, I'd put my headphones in. I couldn't even get fucking service out there, but I just walked around like I was listening to music so I didn't have to fucking talk to people. Yeah. I don't yeah. want to talk to you. I'm in here to fucking work out. I can't yeah, go to a community gonna... gym. Wait, where's the Alyssa? Sorry. I was going to say, those people that you saw at the gym have never gone in to do a workout and absolutely hated their lives enough to be like, I only want to be in here for as short as possible. Yeah, yeah and it's true, and that definitely adds up in this scenario. So, but it was just like, it was like, it didn't really distract me, but like, I wanted to just watch, you know, <laughs> I wanted who's, to just who's your money on? Who's your money on? 
I'm gonna take the girl. Oh, you didn't. You didn't have to say that. But. Yeah, but I'm still gonna do it. Because <laughs> <laughs> I think I think she was a little quicker. Maybe had a better uh, job. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, maybe an even fight. <laughs> <laughs> Current, what's the this is a little bit of a spin-off of what we were just talking about. What's the Monet Y like? Well, it's funny you should ask Chandler. Um we for those who don't know, we had a uh, pretty kick ass swim team down here that would compete in the summers and our coach was an olympic gold medalist who uh her her husband was a a very good businessman and they donated a a lot of money to the ymca so that we could have an indoor swimming pool so that Monette High School itself could have a swim team in the fall. Um, so we kind of got lucky that there were a lot of donors in the area because our old YMCA uh, was, wasn't was great at all. Oh. So the community really came together to make a really, really nice um, – YMCA has a full basketball court, a track upstairs, an Olympic sized swimming pool. Hell yeah. Uh, so yeah, we got lucky in 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 that. When you go to the Y, do you see like monet creatures like we think you might? Oh yeah. I mean <laughs> yeah. I mean there's no slithering around everywhere you go. <laughs> yeah, the building is the building's great, but you're gonna get some creatures in there regardless. Yeah, hey. Hey, I don't. I don't have to go. I don't have to go to the Y to look at creatures. I can just look out my my kitchen window. I mean, right, right there. Yeah, good thing you got a cat to protect you. Yeah. True. I don't True. trust cats. Also, <laughs> deathly allergic. So maybe that has something to do with it. <laughs> um. Okay, here's something currently we were talking about before the podcast. That's a pretty uh, hot issue, actually, we've discovered, which we didn't know. Wait, Curran, can you hear me? Yeah, I got you. I'm here. Okay. I thought something I thought something with my computer actually was messing up. For some reason, um, Siri came up, so that was weird. Anyway, <laughs> uh, we were talking before we got on the pod tonight about um, how Joe Rogan got COVID. Yes. What you, you got anything for me on that? Oh, I got a little. I got a little bit. Yeah. Um, so, oh, well, here, I guess I can introduce it, and then you can give your little bit, huh? Okay, yeah, yeah. So he got COVID, and, like, he made it really public. Like, he went through his steps on, like, what happened, like, how he got it or when he thinks he got it or whatever. And he just basically put his uh, resources to work, and he got cured of COVID, like, within five days. I mean, if anybody could get over COVID in five days, it's definitely Joe Rogan. I have yet to have COVID, or if I had it, I didn't know it because I've tested twice and didn't have it so i don't really know what it's like but like i mean all joe rogan talks about is like health benefits and so he's gonna be like fine (laughs) but he used he used ivermectin which is a controversial thing right now uh in terms of fighting covid and i just don't understand like at this point what it matters that if it's fighting covid or getting rid of it 
Like, why do you have to have the vaccine if something else is working better? You know, it's it, that's that, that that's exactly right, and I think that's that's a point of contention for a lot of things. It seems like right now, it's like okay, anything that happens, there's got to be a line in the sand that it's either for one side or the other, and it doesn't matter, you know what that side is if it's left right you know if it's pro-life or pro-choice it always seems like every thing that happens that's mainstream it 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 just gets politicized almost into someone's trying to spin it to their advantage and the biggest thing it's like okay how about we look at this objectively it's like okay Sure, if you want to get the vaccine, get the vaccine. If you don't want to get the vaccine, don't get the fucking vaccine. People can say, oh, well, then you're putting others at risk if you don't get the vaccine, which may be that that might be true. But at the same at the same point, we're now in Delta variant and there's a Lambda variant going around and all sorts of shit. Well, no, and and it's just it's like, okay. People are still spreading it. People are still getting it. So who am I to say whether you want to take ivermectin and get IV drips and take a thousand cc's of vitamin C? I don't care. You know, if you can afford it, just do it. We're not saying that it's for everybody, but like, why is it? Why does that have such a negative connotation? Like he... Like, he's getting grilled over the coals. I think you said something about Howard Stern is, like, talking all this shit on him and stuff. Yeah, well, yeah, yeah. Two things. It's like, one, why can't he just, if he can afford it and he can do it and it works, there's no better person in the world right now that brings more awareness to things than Joe Rogan, in my opinion. That's, like, unbiased information. Like, True, and, like- and if it goes south... Well, then we'll have the platform right there that can prove it. So, yeah. And, and, and listen, I mean, it's, I'm not here to say don't get the vaccination or get the vaccination. Once again, I, I'm a pro choice guy. Yeah. That's why I think what's happening in Texas is completely fucked, but that's right. a different subject. It's, it's, it's okay. And I understand that. People want to make their own choices, and that's completely fine. But instead of us going all in on the vaccination, which I think, honestly, is probably a pretty good idea, just because if you, I think from what we've seen, it's pretty good. But at the same time, we're in the infant stages of these giant pharmaceutical companies who it seems like every other week are breaking records and settlements for having to pay out $2 billion because their sunscreen is causing cancer. Right. And yet we're in the very infant stages of their vaccines and people are like, oh, no, they're 100 percent safe, which no one's saying that. What, Whatever. They're saying they're really safe or whatever. Well, we just don't know. So if you don't want to roll those dice and you do want to roll the dice by taving, taking ivermectin and vitamin C, then that's your choice. Completely and hey, and 9-11, never forget. That's that's what it's about. It's about our choice. It's yeah. a, it, it's about that's what America's all about. You get to do what you want to do. Yeah, and I'm also getting real sick and tired of all these variants. It sounds like a fraternity. <laughs> <laughs> it's 
Like, what's up next? Sigma variant? Like, we got Delta, we got Lambda. It's like, do these people just want to go back and, and fucking rush Pike or something? I mean, what? Well, no, it's the Tri Delta variant run. Yeah, literally. Like, oh, you don't want to get a bid from Sigma Phi Epsilon variant. <laughs> God, I'm tired of it. I just, I can't believe, you know, it's not that crazy to think about when you look at history. And I guess that's one of the benefits of being a historian if I kind of think like that. Uh, like, it was kind of bound to happen. I mean, if you look over history, there's been famine, there's been plagues. Like, no, this wasn't the bubonic plague, but like, there we're going to, people in 20 years are going to study this time period. Like, we do that now so yeah, it's like, just like Spanish flu and, and you know there's there's always going to be parallels and everything's always going to be different at the same time yeah so it's it's you know it's never easy to put your finger on it hindsight is 2020 but at the same time it's like the vaccine mandate right now I mean the when you try and mandate anything one way or another, you're always going to run into resistance. I and completely agree. The like, word mandate is like exactly. synonymous with Voldemort. <laughs> Bring you, him you to me. You can't say mandate. As soon as you say mandate, someone's going to have an issue with it. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. And like Arizona's already suing them. New York said that the mandates for the healthcare workers, they're, they're not going to uphold it. You know, they're going to, they're going to stay true to their own state constitutions, which I think is, is fantastic uh, until OSHA shows up and then we'll see what the labor department has to say about that. So. And I just, I, I would like to say though, too, like I do actually feel bad for the healthcare workers. Just 100 like, like just by us saying like, like I'm pro-choice I'm still pro-choice I'm gonna maintain that but like I understand why they want people to get like 100% vac- vaccinated like they're in there in the muck and yeah. like yeah that but, at the, hey, but at the same point if they're if they're in there in the muck and they're seeing what kind of devastation happens with this and they yeah. choose not to do it at the same time, that's on them. If they want, if they can seriously see the pain and suffering that goes into losing a family member to this, mm-hmm. and they're still okay with doing it, well, then by God, I'll let them do it. If they're the one putting on the PPE every day, they go into work and are dealing with these people for 12, 16 hours a day, that's their yeah. choice to do. Right. I agree. It might yeah. not be the right decision, but it's not my decision. So mm-hmm. I can't, I, it's not my place to say. Yeah. Crazy world. And it, it crazy world. It, it, I, I feel like other options have been available more recently. And in a weird way, it seems like Joe Rogan was the perfect person to get COVID. <laughs> like, as well, much and as that, I, as much as I didn't want him, obviously, I don't want anybody to get COVID. But like, if we had to pick someone to do it, maybe he's a good candidate. <laughs> well, and I, and I like how it went from, like when he first got it, it almost seemed like the news outlets were delighted that Joe Rogan got it. You know, delighted. just delighted that Joe Rogan, that guy, got it. And it, 
it wasn't like they wanted him to suffer, but you know, they wanted him to be out there and show how terrible it was. Yeah, because and, he had been talking then, shit on it. Like, and they got been... yeah, got really cynical about what he was taking and everything. And then five days later, he's fuck, he's, he's, he's rocking. Yeah, he's and, it, and like on it before he got sick. What'd you say? Well, I don't think he ever publicly came out and said if he was vaccinated or not. So like, he uh, wasn't like a COVID denier or anything before. He no, was no, 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 uh, but he, 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 but he was always, he was always having, you know, people up talking about the vaccine or talking about, you know, things yeah, like, like that. Okay. Like Got ways it. to like, you know, fix like how people are thinking about the disease and things like that. Like he had like legit people on, but I do actually think that he's vaccinated. I, I'm not sure. I, I wasn't Which 100% sure. Which is so funny that we even care. But it's yeah. like, our, like our, our minds are warped. Like, everyone only thinks about COVID. You can't, you can't do anything without, like, COVID being some sort of stipulation anymore, it seems like. And yeah. It's just, yeah. Around MSU's athletic facilities, they make it a hassle. Like, if you're not vaccinated, you have to get PCR tested three times a week. And especially on, like, competition weekends – and everyone that's not vaccinated has to wear a mask so it's like yeah you know if someone is vaccinated or not and they kind of get their nose turned down yeah exactly and like, and that's and, not an accident no and like also it's just annoying too it's like uh like here at SEMA, we have a mask mandate indoor every building on campus indoors you have to have a mask but like sheesh Nobody was really caring at all. I had one around my neck today. I have a what is is it a gainer or a gator? It's a gator. A gainer is like a skateboard trick, I think. No, a gainer is a, a back a backflip back going forward is called a gainer. No, a, a quick little side note about tricks and like X game sports. <laughs> you can like just throw three words together, any three words, and it's, <laughs> and it's a fucking trick. A double Ollie backstand. Oh, yeah, dude. The coffee table TV board slide. It's like, <laughs> shut up. Not a, that is not a trick, dude. Yeah. Oh, and hey, guess what? I, I went to the Chiefs game, and there wasn't a soul in sight wearing those masks. So if we yeah. want to find out what, what what's about to happen to the vaccinated and unvaccinated in group settings – I think we're going to find out real quick because we were packed to the gills in there. And guess what? I loved every second of it. <laughs> yeah. And who wouldn't? That's why everyone is so happy to have crowds back. Everyone's losing their minds. Oh, my God. Yeah. Everywhere, though. Like, everywhere. I don't know how awesome Arrowhead was. But since games have started back, people are crazy right now at these stadiums. It's unbelievable. Exactly. I love uh, stadium fights. Oh. They're so petty. They're so oh. petty because you know that nothing serious really happened. Yeah, Like, they were just talking shit. Everyone's been cooped up, and they're just ready to let it roll, dude. Can I give, can I give a quick story then real quick of a little stadium fight we had this weekend? Please. Okay. So, obviously, I was doing some chirping, as, as is my right as a Kansas City Chief at Arrowhead. You have to. So, you know, obviously the game didn't start off too hot. And the, there was a group of about seven Cleveland Brown guys, all guys in front of us. And 
every first down, every bad pass we had, every touchdown they had, they were turning around looking at us like, get up, get up, come on. So as soon as they go down uh, in the fourth quarter, thank God I was sweating bullets all damn day. They go down in the fourth quarter. I am losing my absolute mind as, as well as the 20 or so guys I was with guys and girls I was with, we were in a big group. So one of the guys, cause this group of Browns was down to our left a little bit. One of the guys who was over there was like, Kern, you got to get over here and talk some shit to these guys. And I was like, I can definitely do that. So I go down there and I'm just ripping into these guys. Um, they're giving me bad looks at this point, I don't really care. We're about to win the, the damn game. I'm feeling great. Yeah. And this older gentleman, I'd say he I, – I don't know. I'd say 40s maybe. He had he had white hairs coming in pretty good. So, you know, he was a little older. But he turns around and is irate. He is yelling back, and I'm just just loving every second of it. It's making me more powerful. The more angry he gets, the more powerful I become. Oh, I love so, that feeling, dude. So finally, game. he's like, I'm going to come up there if you don't shut the fuck up. And I was like, hey, I'm sorry, man. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. And it kind of caught him off guard. He goes, you're sorry? I goes, yeah, I'm sorry your team sucks. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he lost his fucking mind. Yeah, your team I'm fucking like, sucks. Kurt's never apologized to someone. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Yeah, I knew that was coming the second I heard him say he's sorry. Got his ass. <laughs> so yeah. yeah, that was our fight, but it ended well. There was a group of, uh, I think it was a, it was some uh, people from India. There was probably like ten of them, but they were all in Chiefs gear, decked out, cheering with us. It might have been the first NFL game they were too, but they're like, "Hey, can you get some pictures of us?" So we were up there all game taking pictures of this whole crew behind us, nice. and that's what it's all about, baby. That's Dude, what it's all people about. People just don't care. That's why we need sports in this world. True. It's like three, three and a half hours where no matter what background you are, no matter what religion you are, no matter what ethnicity you are, if you are a Chiefs fan and I'm a Chiefs fan for three hours, we are all best friends. Big true. <laughs> I sat next to a very, very drunk guy, and normally that's me at the game, but I was like, God, this guy's, you know, being pretty loud. And I was like, you know what? That's his goddamn God-given right to be really loud at fucking Arrowhead. No doubt, dude. Wow. I Unfortunately, I don't know if I'm going to be able to make it to very many games this year. Um, I There's a lot of conflicts with athletics down here, so a lot of the game's on TV for me. But I hate to say this, and it's probably really controversial, but I – Love nothing in the world's better than going to Arrowhead. I absolutely love it. And if I lived in Kansas City, I would be at every single game. But it's just not really worth driving five hours to sit at Arrowhead when I can just sit here and watch the game, you know? True. Yeah, and in, right in now that they're winning, tickets home. are crazy. Yeah. You're in the and comfort of your own home, too. Yeah. And I'm in my recliner, and I have two TVs in front of me. Like it just, I, I, I love Arrowhead. Don't get me wrong, but like, it's almost better than being there. <laughs> it's almost better is what I'm saying. 
I would agree. I mean, I was supposed to be at the game with Curran this past weekend, but I had a volleyball tournament, and he texted me a couple weeks ago and was like, can you come? I was like, no, I can't. Busy. Yeah. And he texted me during the game, just happy as a clam. Like, I wish you you were here. It's so fun. I was on a fucking bus. I was like, yeah, great. That is one thing, okay, that there is no negative about not playing sports is – for the most part, weekends. <laughs> yeah, like, I've been not that I've been miserable the last five years, but it's like we have an off day, and I'm like, oh my god, look yeah. at all this. Oh time. yeah, like, yeah. But I think you, you know, I think you appreciate college in a different way that way. But yeah, weekends are great. Honestly, it's so fun to just like it's actually honestly living on my own. I never realized this living in Springfield. But living on my own down here, it is so nice to just fucking do nothing. Yeah. Like, yeah, just I wa- like just waking up on a Saturday morning, coming out to my living room and just sitting forever. <laughs> it is one yeah. of the best feelings, not having to worry about much. And Yeah, I live you know. with, I actually live with Mackenzie Irwin and Brock Hughes right now. And like, oh, they okay. both play college athletics and like i come home and they're both just chilling like, God, <laughs> that, would be, that would be nice yeah, it, yeah you'll you'll have your time it's it's awesome honestly yeah. but okay um here's a funny question that i wrote down i have no idea why i wrote this down <laughs> um i was talking to my buddy mike i guess on the phone earlier today and we were just spatting off stupid shit we could talk about and we both came up with why do we spell receipts like the way we do? Alyssa, could you spell receipts right now without looking? R E C E I P T S. Very well done. A lot of pressure. First one on the podcast. <laughs> First trivia question, and she nails it, Curran. Uh, we're going to keep her around for kinda a little bit. Kind of pisses me off, kind of makes me mad. <laughs> Yeah, well, but like I think maybe in a good way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I got kicked out of the uh, sixth grade spelling bee to foliage. That's what got my ass. I think I might have either won the fourth grade spelling bee or got second. I think I actually got second. <laughs> well, you probably would have got second to Alyssa after that one. So No doubt. But like, okay. And then that <laughs> question, I can kind of, I'm going to spiral into like, we you know we think of other languages as being really difficult to learn but like when you look at ours it's like why is that p in there like why like that's got to be so confusing to people that that aren't like uh, english native like speaking because like like how many think of how many words you can think of that have like the same or same sound but different spellings those are or or this different things so wait, say that again, Curran. You kind of cut out. Uh-huh. Or words kind of like that that are spelled the exact same way but have two different meanings. Yeah. Like read and read. Not, oh, yeah. And like, um, what's another one? Well, I mean, don't even get me started on there or then yeah. or than because Alyssa will get me on that one. Conjugation. Correcting him in his text. You are. Well, yeah, I mean, I you haven't made any offenses. And I, I thought maybe you were going to ask. I It's your and your, then and then, there, there, and there. Oh, no, I, mean, I don't make mistakes. 
I don't make mistakes on there often, but I do make mistakes on then and then. I'll tell you one person who does make mistakes, Kern, and you're going to love it when I say this. Good God, texting Eric Fermanek. It's the worst thing in the fucking world. I hate it. I hate it. It's a chore, dude. It It is. is. Absolute chore. And it's not a chore like you thinking that, like, people people that are listening are probably like, wait, what do you mean by chore? By chore, I mean, like, you have to not only read what he responds with, but then you have to decipher what he's even saying. Yeah, well, I mean, what is going on here? Am I listening to into Morris code trying to break it? Like, it doesn't make sense half the time. It's like he doesn't even look at it before he hits send. He just literally guesses at what letters he's hitting and then hits send. And his, and his punctuation is oh. beyond asinine. It's so bad. It's like non-existent, dude. Like, and, just and throw, throw I'm gonna a say period one thing. in there. If you say instead, if, if it's so burdensome to type out y-o-u instead of just putting a u give me a fucking break just type it out no you, you know like, what i'm actually wrong i disagree with you on that i no. love using, <laughs> oh, i, I love it. using the texting you i, I absolutely love it. the you it's so cool i for me <laughs> said does it to me constantly well, listen, what do you think about the you you like the you <laughs> I think it's kind of lazy. I really yeah. don't like seeing a, a you are just that like your like you're. yes. I, I feel like it. I use you if it's like super like a cat like a super casual person or someone I'm really comfortable with. Like I would have no issue texting current you, but like if yeah, I'm I think texting, you did today, honestly. Yeah, like if I'm texting, you know, um, if I was texting my boss, I wouldn't use you. It's almost yeah. like an email, but like even like. But like I would text my dad you. I text my dad you all the time. You haven't I know you haven't texted me you. Really? You. Yeah, no. That actually really surprises me. I feel like you're a, <laughs> in a good way, you're a you candidate. <laughs> <laughs> I appreciate that. I am really guilty of doing the voice to text where like not like a voice message, but where you just like hit it and it'll like dictate it for you. And it's Ew. always wrong. I always hit send and just don't even look at it. And then I'm like, oh, sorry. Chandler, oh. Chandler, don't even ask her about what size her font is. Ew, what size is your font? Uh, I don't know. It's a little bit bigger. Like, like 48? <laughs> oh, oh, I I mean, it's massive. It does look a little zoomed in. It's massive. <laughs> it's and like... Also, I use- and I use light mode. I don't do dark mode. I don't either. That is so lame that people do that. And no, I got, it's not. No, it's. I got not. called out for that over the weekend because I I'm a Twitter OG. Uh, I have the way it was made. And like, what does the night setting even do for you? What is it? What is it? That's just. It's, it's good for your eyes, man. I have blue lights, bro. Oh, here we go. Here we go. I've had blue lights for a while. It's such a barracuda thing to do to be like, oh, what's this new thing? And like, do do the dark mode. It's like, just have some conviction about if you like dark or light and don't just do it because everyone else is doing it. Have some conviction. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Whoa. No, no, no. 
I no, totally... I like the dark mode because I don't like having my eyes blinded. Anytime I open my phone, all of a sudden I'm getting blinded in the face. Maybe I can just have it dark and I can see exactly what I need to see. I don't need to see the background. What's the background doing for me? Nothing. Make it make it dark. I don't need it white and blinding. I mean, the I mean that's fair. That that's you know that's an okay point. Hey, it's six I one mean... way, half a dozen the other. We can agree to disagree, right? Yeah, I mean, we yeah. need it. Hey, that's what we need. We need to get some polls. We need it. Find a way to poll yeah, our viewers. That's something that Should we I do. Can it, do. Rich? Should I put a poll up after? Yeah, you can definitely do that. Yeah. And light mode, dark mode. Need, if you guys ever think of just random poll ideas, because I think about them all the time, let's just throw them up. Let's just get that going. I agree. Um, that'll be fun. That'll yeah. be a good way to get some uh, people involved. Yeah. Um, Kern, did you, what did you, what else, you had, you had to have something else for me, right? Oh, yeah, I got something for you here. Let me know if we're getting into current events, because people, oh. it's back tonight. Yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, we've touched on a lot of things that I wanted to talk about. Um, I would also like to just state, for the record, the verse that I love very much which was the one that you guys were referring to uh, last week from No Role Models, J. Cole. <clears throat> it goes, fool me one time, shame on you. Fool me twice, can't put the blame on you. Fool me three times, fuck the peace sign, load the chopper, let it rain on you. <laughs> God, I wanted to really, I, you know what? You really took the wind out of my sails there because I really wanted to sing that. <laughs> yeah, All gotta, right. I, I, come on. I think I think we should clip that. We should clip that and we should post it somewhere because wow. <laughs> That'll just, be the intro. I just spit bars, dude. <laughs> it's true. He nailed it. He nailed it, Blaine. I'm looking at you. I'm ashamed that you said it was Drake. I'm sorry, buddy. Yeah, Blaine is a quote unquote massive J. Cole fan. What? I think if you asked him, he would say that he was his favorite rapper. And if he's not his favorite, he's second. I bet he's shaking his boots right now. He's got the eyes of the world upon him. Yeah, he uh, he's gonna feel the wrath. <laughs> yeah, actually, yeah, he, he'll be on tomorrow. But um, yeah, yeah, it's all good. Um, I I also said I'm really looking forward to uh, Nickelodeon mm-hmm. broadcasting the football game. Yeah, which uh, are they doing one like per week now? I'm not sure. I saw that it was coming back. But I can't remember. I was with you when we watched it, wasn't I, Chandler, when they did it last year? Yeah, it was Bears-Saints. And... Yeah, and we had both games on, and it was just so much better when it was on Nickelodeon. Yeah, the, I think it was just complete nostalgia. I mean, it, God. It, well, it, yeah, it wasn't – It wasn't the, the commentary was not as great. But, no. like, the graphics that they had playing over the end zones and, like – they, like their yeah. first down conversions, like slime was getting dumped out there. You had the to love it. Field goal was filled with sponges. Yeah. <laughs> and like yeah, when you is. when they made a field goal, it like I think it like turned green when it went through SpongeBob. It was awesome, and I'm glad they're bringing it back. Good job. Yeah, but okay. Counterpoint: Let's get some adults on the on the freaking broadcast i know what they were trying to do with the kids but it like it their voices just didn't even sound good yeah it's like a toddler talk yeah 
It was like it was his uh, fifth game that he ever watched. And he was talking. Yeah, no doubt. Like this kid doesn't know more than me. No way. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm just gonna mute it and put Tony Romo on in the background. Yeah, like Tony Romo. Yeah, he knows more than me. I can concede that. True. <laughs> but not this 12 year old from Baltimore, Maryland. <laughs> was it just some kid, or was it like a Nickelodeon actor? Uh, no. I I'm, think. Oh, it wasn't wait, you just know what? some kid. It was, I think, like three like kid actors. That yeah, it was three that kid makes actors. Most sense, rather than just like three random kids they found. Well, yeah, so I don't I think, think they could they get had, that passed. They uh, had like the, voice, the studio, but they just didn't have like the skill to like call a, a, a game. Really, yeah, they were like, oh, that was a good pass. Well, g- g- very good catch. Yeah, exactly. It's like, exactly oh, thank you. Happening. If I wanted to hear this, I'd listen to Ned fucking Reynolds. Hey, come on. Ned, no, Ned. no. No, that guy. He sucks. I can't believe he's still alive, dude. God, like, it, count down the days. He's been around for a while. That's for damn sure. But, <laughs> no you know. shit. All right. I've got a couple more things that I'd be remiss if I did not talk about. One of which, which I think is very important. Um, and I would love for Alyssa to also weigh in on, um, is just how absolute ass backwards this Texas abortion law is like who the, who, 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 who looked at this shit and was like, yeah, this is a good fucking idea. Before Alyssa goes, are you going to lose listeners? Are you going to lose listeners over a political stance here? It's not no, a pol- because it, we're, we're not going to get like yeah we're not going to get that weird. But we're not going to get that weird. No, what I want to know, I just need to know more about it. Like, okay, here, know. let me go real quick. Let me go real yeah, quick. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Before Alyssa goes, let's let's just introduce what's going on. Yes, yeah. it is. It's a big deal. So these uh, sneaky little bastards down there in Texas, the way from. The, the research that I've done is what they've done is it's all private citizens and not the government who can ups who, who, who are carrying out this law. The reason they did that is so that the Supreme Court couldn't overrule it as being unconstitutional because technically it's not being covered out carried out by any government employee. Or anyone that the state, I guess, is a represent representative of. So they so it says basically that neither the state nor any government employee can enforce or attempt to enforce this law. So the way they did this was so that they could get around it being challenged against being unconstitutional. Even the Supreme Court Justice Sania Sotomayor said. The legislators circumvented constitutional precedent by taking the, and I quote, extraordinary step of enlisting private citizens to do what the state could not. So really, it then falls on the people of Texas who are literally acting as bounty hunters. And not only that, it protects, it protects this law does in quotation serial plaintiffs who could file dozens hundreds 
of lawsuits against their fellow citizens of Texas if they think that they're trying to help. And it's not the women. It's not the women themselves who are getting the abortion. It's anyone who's trying to help the women get abortion. So any of these doctors, you know, anyone who's trying to get them, I don't know, anywhere else to get the to get an abortion, they're the ones who are who are getting hurt the most for no fucking reason, in my opinion. I think that this is completely fucking stupid, and I'm sorry, but if you agree with it, you're fucking stupid as well. Alyssa? Alyssa? Um, yeah, it's egregious. I mean, you've said everything that there pretty much is to say. It's like a fucking witch hunt. It's ridiculous. Yeah. Thank God I'm not in Texas. Yeah. Oh, but don't worry. Ted Cruz can fly up to fucking Cancun and have it. You know, if if anyone in his family needs one, shit, we'll take him anywhere they need to go. That's the worst part about it. Yeah. So there are many worst parts. Um, yeah. Chandler, what do you got? What do you got? Yep. To better understand it, we're getting rid of the people that are that are helping. Yeah, you're just getting rid of safe abortions at that point. Yeah. Like there's okay. Gonna happen, but- like if if a woman takes an Uber to go get an abortion, the Uber driver can then be like press charges against. Oh, yeah. yeah. So you and, and not only that, if you catch someone doing it, it's there's literally a bounty ten thousand dollars if you correctly if you can correctly identify someone who is helping someone get an abortion, you get a ten thousand dollars cash. That's ridiculous. It's insane. Wow. I yeah, they got fucking they got Bubba Fett and Dog the Bounty Hunter out there trying to make their fucking money. It's crazy. Now I don't know, like obviously this is all new to me. I would love to have someone on that is pro <laughs> just yeah. to understand why. Uh, it just it doesn't there make has sense. to be I mean there doesn't have well, to be just I guess. The Bible, probably. It's the sanctity of life, Chandler. It's the yeah. sanctity not- of life. It's that, yeah. <laughs> you know, they, everyone wants to say that there's a war going on against the, the upper class and the middle class and that the 1% is fighting against all of us when in reality all that the 1% is trying to do is pit us against each other. There's a war on the middle class is what it is. It's the yeah. rich want to stay rich. And they want the poor to remain poor and they'll do whatever they fucking can to keep it that way. None of this shit affects them. Are you fucking kidding me? Nothing affects them. You think they have to wear a mask whenever they go on their fuck wherever they're going? No. No. You think that if their daughter has an accident that they're not going to go get, get an abortion? Wrong. Even it's if she what? doesn't want it, maybe. It's, it's just, it's, it's crazy how it works and people... They wanted to spin it. Everyone wants the news wants to spin it that we're fighting against each other when that's not the case at all. Yeah, it's it is sad. And like even last night, the uh, I think the Met Gala was last night. I saw a tweet today that was like, uh, "Why wasn't why wasn't COVID like masks a big deal when everybody was at the Met Gala? Like they were all packed into a room together or whatever." Crazy how that works. Yeah, yeah, they could have had a mask on, but like, isn't that the same thing as people getting mad about? And like, there are probably some celebrities in there that like 
don't necessarily care or agree with having to wear a mask or whatever, but like most of them have been outspoken about, you know, do what's right, you know, wear a mask, whatever. And yeah, do what's right. Let's talk about wealth, wealth distribution then. Yeah. Mr. Hollywood elites, you want to talk about what's right only whenever it's fitting and it's mainstream to talk about what's right. And that's the worst thing about it. The only time these people come out and are proponents for anything is when it, it's good HR. Yeah. Yeah. And they're, it's so obvious that PR. Poli- like they're in the pockets of politicians because they don't come out and say anything against whatever side they're on. Exactly. Like, I would say that I'm a conservative, but I can totally, totally see a side of a liberal on some things for yes, sure. Not everything, exactly. but like, I guess it's because I don't have anybody paying me to say one way or the other. I mean, if I was getting paid, <laughs> if I was getting paid to say one way or the other, I'm on that side, I guess. <laughs> exactly. And people are shocked. They're like, oh no, that doesn't happen. You're you're out of your mind. You're out of your mind if you think that. How can exactly. you look at our society today and not understand that? It does not make any sense to me. I agree 100%. And I think that's, it's not us trying to be overly woke. It's no us growing up in the internet in the very infancy of the internet age. And we saw what, what, what happened and it's a little, I don't know if it's a little easier or we're just so fucking used to it, but it feels like people in our age group, I would say 20 to 35 to 40 growing up in this age, we can just kind of smell the bullshit. We, yeah. we, we got lied to our entire life, basically about fucking everything. It's so easy to get information. Like you're not going to get something past us. Exactly. I'm going to see two sides to every fucking story that's out there. If I really look, but if I keep my nose down and I'm just on Facebook or if I'm just watching Fox news or if I'm just watching it, you know, CNBC, whatever, if you only follow one thing, you're only going to hear what you want to hear. And that's all they want to hear. They, they only want to hear what they want to hear. And our parents and grandparents only watch the news, dude. And it's, and it is, it is what it is and it is what it isn't. But what it is, is it's not the best thing to do. You can't entrench yourselves and keep listening to positive reinforcement all the time about what you love. Then you then you become complacent and stagnant. That's why your coaches yell at you. That's why people try and make you better is because if they don't, you're just going to remain the same. Yeah. 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 It's a great you know, if, Yeah, if you sit in an echo chamber, the only thing you're going to hear is a fucking echo, and that's what these people are doing. Yeah. It's the same all the time. They're always, like, just preaching and preaching, and then they don't practice it themselves. Yep. Yep. That's the, that's the worst part. It's like, you're, you're going to get caught. You're that <laughs> big of an influence. Like, someone is going to catch you. So, like, either practice what you preach or just be like, do whatever the hell you want. Exactly. Exactly. Practice what you preach or shut the fuck up. Yeah. Honestly. (laughs) Like, I don't care. Honestly, I could care less about what you think. But there might be some mom out there who's like, you know what? I 
I really love what that Jennifer Aniston has to say. I got to follow exactly what she, it's like, come on. If you're going to be on that platform and be able to talk to that many people, it's your, it's your duty to be unbiased and to be true. And they're just not, they're just not. And we can, and there's, there's a lot of celebrities that I, I really like celebrities. I think celebrities are sweet, but then they open their mouth and they like choose a side and it's just like, uh, and they're not I, they're not receptive to any other outside. No, they're not receptive. And then that is why I think a thing like Barstool has gotten so popular. True. Those people are like us. They're a lot more popular than us, but like <laughs> yeah, they let they like people know their status, but they don't let that change who they are. Like they're open about what they go through and what they do. Like they exactly, don't, they don't act like they're this elite status. When in reality, dude, like I would rather see a Barcelona personality somewhere than like Tom Cruise. Oh, without a doubt, that Scientology motherfucker. Of course. Well, like it's not. Yeah, no, I know. Yeah, I know what you mean. I know what you mean. But like, yeah, like if I saw Tom Cruise in an airport, like okay, yeah, that would be badass. True. But if I saw like big cat from barstool like i'm freaking out like i'm I'm probably not asking tom cruise for a photo like i would just let him go like he doesn't need i don't need a photo with him like like you know but like if if i could get a photo with big cat i'm i'm asking 10 out of 10 times you have to have to well it will and the good thing is they and they will admit rarely but they'll they still admit when they're wrong and when they can see the, the other side of the picture. No, even today, I was listening to Pardon My Take, which is a podcast that Big Cat's on, and they were like, we admit when we're wrong. Now, they were kind of being facetious, but they do. Yeah. Like they're, yeah. You know, they, they always say they're like, well, like Big Cat has a can't lose parlay every week that almost always loses. <laughs> And he reintroduces it like he they they understand that that we're yes. just normal people and that's that is why Barstool has exploded, dude. And that is also why not to keep spitballing, but that is why CNN and and MSNBC and all those uh, you know networks bash Barstool and Portnoy has to stand up to them all the time. It's because they're threatened by that because they're losing control of people. A hundred true, true. And you want to talk? Yeah. You literally can't tell me otherwise. There no. is nothing like how can CNN have been like so negative towards what Dave Portnoy was doing for the pizza companies or like any any restaurant Ex- yeah. with 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 uh, asking for money and then giving it all to the restaurant just to keep them open? What was he doing that was so wrong? And they were acting like he was. I don't even know, like some sort of like monopoly guy. He was just like, I'm doing a service because one of my coworkers, his dad owns a small business. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. They're like, oh, well, then you, if you turn to one of those stations, they're like, oh, what's Dave Portnoy's angle on this one? Yeah. Oh, oh, there's, he's rooted in these beliefs with some Nike executive. Oh, it's like, they're just making, they just make shit up so that people listen because, yep. because no one cares what they have to say anymore. Because as long as they make sure that they control our parents and older, they're fine. True. They're, they're going to have viewers. 
no one our age or even like 40 or younger watches fucking CNN or any of that shit. No, no. you, like I mean, ever, yeah. ever, not ever. ever, ever, not once have I ever been like, you know what I should put on right now? Some Fox News it's or just ridiculous, yeah. dude. There's so much other things to occupy our time, and True. So they're just gonna. I don't know, not to go off on too much of a tangent, but it's just so obvious sometimes about things like that. Like, why do not, why aren't other people noticing it? It's because they don't want to. That's why. Because everyone's, I I think, I think so. It's because it's, it's the same reason that I see some of these people that I went to high school with here in Monette. I I'm friends with them on Instagram. And the only fucking thing that's on their story the entire time is a thousand posts about how it's sleepy Joe Biden or it's a thousand posts about how Trump is a fucking dictator dickhead. It's like, guys, sure. There's some truth in there somewhere. But you are just taking literally everything they do. You're taking it out of context. You're putting your own quote to it, and you're putting it on the internet, and everyone fucking believes it. It you could not be more correct. I did not even know that that happened to Biden or whatever, regardless of if he was asleep or not or whatever. I didn't even know about that until I listened to it on Joe Rogan. Yeah, like yeah, that's the thing. Like it. it well, I, I like I, I I don't care. I do yeah. not care. It <laughs> yeah. doesn't affect it doesn't yeah. affect us that much. I, I loved think- how I, I loved how there was such a just real quick, I love how there was a giant thing that I saw 9-11 just happen that was like Joe Biden looked at his watch once <laughs> or whenever however much, but they got that picture and they're like Joe Biden's looking at his fucking watch. Where's he got to be? Uh, what's so much more important than being at this vigil? For it's like, okay, guys, he looked yeah. at his fucking watch, and then they're like, "Where's Trump? He abandoned a rally in his hometown. Oh, he's in New York meeting with the first responders. Why is he there? Oh, oh, he talks with you. It's like they just take everything they can and spin it to whatever they think that their demographic wants to fucking hear, and it's. It's just fucking disgusting. Yeah, it's like, sick I, because it works. It works is the worst part about it. It's exactly it works, dude. Facebook is a nightmare. Oh. It is an absolute nightmare. I've been on there in years. Thank God. I love it. <laughs> I can't. I can't do it. I absolutely love Facebook. It's so interesting to get on there and just read people just freak out. They just that's it. It's like okay, we like yeah. Sure, you may feel like you're being not oppressed, but repressed, and that you, what you have to say doesn't matter. Right. So what what you can do is you can go out onto Facebook or onto Twitter or whatever, and you can make your voice heard for how – and the more controversial it is, the more people see it and hear it and retweet it and like it. and it's like Jesus Christ. Who fucking cares, man? I, I agree. Alyssa, you wanna you wanna weigh in at all? Yeah. No, you guys are very passionate about this. I thought I'd get, let you guys get it all out. <laughs> no, I, I, I appreciate <laughs> yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. It was just a good little tangent, honestly. We uh we probably ought to wrap it up, I'd say. Not that I really want to, 
But um, we we don't, we're going on an hour forty. You guys, if we want to keep going, we can keep going. I got more things to talk about. Kern, do you have more things to talk about? I've got a couple more things to talk about. I mean, okay, uh, then let's I finish mean, them up. It, it I'm, I'm, I'm feeling do. good. I'm okay, feeling good. It, it, it had nothing to do with time for me. I honestly don't care how long we go. I was just making sure that we were all okay. Yeah, yeah Alyssa. Good. I've, got a, I've got a list of things I wrote down. Yeah, yeah, Alyssa, let's let Alyssa go. Yeah, Alyssa, go. Give us a couple. Okay, I'm going to give you my list and pick whichever one we're going to talk about. The Pineapple Express situation. I know what yeah. she's talking about. I haven't. I don't know. We can talk uh, about What else? That. Keep going. Keep going. That's about yeah. Afghanistan. Uh, Tom Segura is coming to Springfield, Chandler. Ooh. Great and Easy albums flopping. Um, also, the Met Gala, what Kanye and Kim were wearing. If anyone wants to talk about that, I doubt either of you have seen it, but I didn't see it. But what do you mean, Kim K, the Grim Reaper? Let's start there. Can we start there? Because I want to hear about it. I actually love celebrity talk, I really do. (laughs) Oh my god, okay. So, Kim and Kanye showed up wearing like black morph suits, they're all their bodies were like covered up. Like, Kim didn't take her, like, didn't even show her face at any in any photo op. Wait, did Kanye wear the same thing, or was it just Kim? Uh, no, they were the same thing. Oh, Wait, but are they back that. together? Yeah, they are. What? Oh, I didn't know that. Me neither. Yeah, they're back together, and also Kanye oh, legally nice. changed his Shout name. Out. Kanye, yay! So well, I guess yeah, yeah. Okay. Well, fuck yeah! And it's Kanye. Kourtney uh-huh. Kardashian is dating Travis Barker. Do you guys know who Travis Barker is? Uh, no. Come on, Alyssa. Come on. Okay. Sorry. Are you kidding me? Well, anyway, he's about to be a baby daddy because she's pregnant. Yikes. Oh, what? And also MGK and Megan Fox are pregnant. Yeah. What? Saw that one coming. Where have you been? She's Megan Fox is pregnant. <laughs> With MGK's baby, yeah. Well, Her I know they're dating. I just didn't know she is a rocket. I know it. We all know it. She's about to have a baby. It's gonna be awesome. Wow. And the last thing on my list is Missouri State football from last week. If you guys had any opinions, uh-huh. Era. yeah, I can I can give an opinion on that. I fucking love it. <laughs> um, I mean, I'm a bear. I'm a bear through and through, and I will die on that hill. I want them to do as good as possible. I want us. I want us to win the fucking national championship. Are you kidding me? Me too. Come on. Dude, it is about time that university can be a fucking gold mine if it can figure out football. If it can figure out football, there's no way you can you can uh, tell me that Springfield just could not accommodate yeah. with the Division One FCS powerhouse. There's just no way you can tell me that it wouldn't work. True. I don't. Maybe Steck was perfect in a way that like got our administration to realize it because like the 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 program wanted to take the next step but you know things happen it just didn't work out that way they needed the guy and this is the guy dude they got the guy and i think they understand now true Curran, don't you do you agree thousand p one thousand percent agree and yeah. you know what and i gotta say this i i want to make this known that I really feel just so shitty 
that they didn't give. And I know he had a long time. I know that people are going to say whatever about Coach Allen. But I feel really bad that they didn't give him three more years because he had it. He was so close. And I was there. And I mean, I don't know if he, he would appreciate stories that I have to say. But at the same time, I think my contract period has ended so I can say whatever the fuck I want. Yeah, but I, re- I remember – I don't remember exactly what game it was, but I remember I had traveled. It was one of the two games I traveled as a true freshman, and we had lost the game by three. And we had a good season, too, that year, my, my true freshman year. And every game was like a touchdown field goal decision. And he came into our room with us and some of the linebackers, and – he knew that that was it. He knew that it, he was no longer going to be a coach. Wow. And it was like, it was just so shitty that we were literally a couple plays away from having a positive season and him remaining a coach to lead us on that yeah. he came in and knew that he was fucking done. And you're right. Bobby Petrino is that guy. I hope. Um, Wouldn't that be awesome? Like, I'm yeah. I'm just hoping that he, he gets really, really good. We win a national championship. I've told Alyssa if he ever invites her to take a little moped ride <laughs> to get on the back and lay that motherfucker down. <laughs> I, said, yeah, I like uh, I like motorcycles. I'm down for it. <laughs> <laughs> That would be electric for the podcast, Alyssa. <laughs> I know. The first day that he was on campus, Curran texted me. He was like, hey, watch out. Like, Petrino's on campus. And I was like, what do you mean? And so I looked it up, and I was like, oh. Oh. Tough subject. That's yeah, 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 yeah. You know what? I don't think I'm at risk, but I have gone to a game before. I think it was, like, their spring, like, scrimmage or whatever. Spring and I went, game. and I was just, like, shouting at Petrino. Did you go on Saturday? Oh no, volleyball tournament. No, some of my teammates went because it was in it was in the evening, but this was in the spring. So. No, I know, but did you go to the game this past Saturday? No. Okay. No. Have you been? Well, I guess you haven't been to a game yet. They've only played two games. Are you going to go this Saturday? No, I will be in Kansas. We travel to University of Kansas on Thursday. Is that your next game? Is the Jayhawks? Yeah. Is it a tournament? It is. Yep. We play UMKC, UMKC, KU, and University of Albany, New York. Okay, so quick scouting report. Take this back to your coach. I, UMKC was down here last weekend, watched every match they played. They're feisty. I would not take them lightly. They're good. <laughs> they wait they have this lefty that like you would look at her and she's like a small little girl like you would be like not a volleyball player nasty lefty oh lefties are so swag they look smooth uh do you remember which side of the court she was on was she a left middle or right side uh i know she played back row okay she's probably an outside Okay. All right. 
Hey, we probably shouldn't like have evidence that we're uh, talking, you know, scouting reports. No, there's nothing wrong with this. I was a observer of the game, and I'm just telling Alyssa that she. (laughs) Thank you. You know what? I appreciate it. Yeah, they they are a pretty decent volleyball team. They, I think, they only lost one game. I think, like all year. Yeah, the record right now is like eight and one. Yeah, they won. They won this tournament down here. Simo should have won it, but they blew it. All right, I've got one more question left. Okay. For Alyssa. Oh. Okay. For all the females out there and Eric Greeley who watch uh, Bachelor in Paradise. <laughs> who's going to win? You have to pick now okay. who's going to win it. Now, here's my qualm with that. It's not about winning or losing. It's about walking away with a relationship. Shut Pardon. up. Oh, my God. You ask me a question, I'm going to answer it. Okay. I really it's paradise. Love- paradise is different. Yeah. <laughs> Chandler, okay. do you watch it? I have watched it. When I loved it Weller with Zach and Danielle, we watched it religiously. Okay, well, I love it. I'm all about it. And if you love it too. that watch it, I am, I'm happy to fill the Okay, make the pick. <laughs> okay, well, it's not a – so I really like Joe and Serena. They brought in Joe's ex – they said ex-fiance. They were never engaged. Kendall from two seasons past. And Kendall, like, came in and lied and said, like, you know, Joe, I'm just really upset. It never worked out and, like, all this stuff. And he completely exposed her and said that, like, she never tried moving from L.A. to, like, Chicago. That's what they Joe wanted. Been. They wanted to live in one place, and he's, he wanted her to try Chicago. And uh, she's like, said no, and that she's never going to move for a man. And Joe said, okay, well, I just hope to be more than a man to you. You know, I'd be, like, the love of your life, someone you'd do anything for. Right. But it was her loss. It was her fault. And now he's with Serena. And I think Kendall's going to leave Paradise without anybody. I actually remember Kendall. What, what uh, bachelor was she with? Colton. Like, what, se- what season? She was, yeah, Colton Underwood, right? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I watched that season, like, legit. No. He picked the wrong one. And isn't he gay now? He is, yes. Oh, yeah. I think I, I, wait, I called that, too. I did call that. I called that Colton's gay. But listen. he played for Illinois State football. Well, that makes that? sense that he's gay. <laughs> he played yeah, she was on... Um... No, I'm sorry. She was not on Colton season. She was on Ari's season. Someone is correct. Oh, Ari. I watched all of Ari. Wait, Ari? No, Ari was the gay one, wasn't he? No, he's no, not gay. Aaron, you didn't watch any of it. It was it was Colton was the gay one. He's, no, whatever. Ari was. Ari stunk, dude. Ari would want to be with Ari. No, Ari's the worst. Yeah, no one Ari's the worst. But... Uh, Chandler, <laughs> are you going to watch Michelle's season in October? You know what? Maybe I will for the podcast. I would like you to so we can have some discussion. Okay, I will. I'll have nothing to do on Mondays or Tuesdays. Which day is it? Monday. Yeah. Child's play, unless the Chiefs are playing. I'll have the football game on my small TV, and I'll be locked in on the Bachelor up top. Perfect. Kern, are you in? Might have to pass on that one. I've got this big thing every Monday that I do. Oh, shut up. What's the big thing you do every Monday? I'm in a uh, golf league. Yeah, that's uh, done, though, Curran. Starting in October, you finished it yesterday. Shh, no, I didn't. Oh, Curran gets called out. For those of you who actually might not know, 
there might be a lot of you that don't know. Actually, we, I guess now that I think about it, we did introduce it. But I want to reiterate, Curran and Alyssa are dating. Yeah, so yeah. There, there could be some good, subtle relationship jabs across the pod. And I am here to listen. Oh, oh there's going to be some. I'm just testing the water now to see what you I know, can get away with. I don't with. think they're going to be very subtle at all. I think we're yeah, they won't be. No, they won't be. Well, mine will be subtle. Alyssa's will be poignant right at me. Okay, Alyssa's well, be- let's just. A small start. I've asked you to watch The Bachelorette with me before, and you watched one episode and picked Serena, and it was like the very first episode, so like nothing happened. You were like, this is stupid. Why am I watching this? And I said, you have to watch more so we can see things like progress. No, yeah, but here's the deal. I know it's all fucking, it's all bullshit, so I don't need to watch. I Here's the thing, and you know this about me, Alyssa. You really do know this about me. I don't. I love that he spoke too loudly and the mic went out. <laughs> yeah, you're, that was that was bad, Curran. We might have to end Damn it! That. Your mic cut out horribly. <laughs> I get so I get too close to it and it cuts out. I don't I think, care. I think on that we're gonna wrap it up. I think we fi- I think we found a good stopping point. What do you guys think? I think that's good. We can pick it up again next time. Yeah, exactly, guys great podcast you two will be back every tuesday i'd say well i'm actually gonna have i'm gonna have uh one of my good buddies garrett skipworth joining us next week but awesome it'll just be a good it'll be the same but we'll have him in um we'll be ready for the uh football podcast Alyssa, you have till tomorrow at about 7 7 8 to get your picks to me so i can announce them on the for the producer's picks segment for thursday's podcast um we record tomorrow but other than that guys thank you very much we're out of here always a pleasure thanks for having us cool thank you champ